The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers. Up next on the Believer's Walk of Faith. I saw in the book where he raised a man that's been dead four days and stinking and his body decomposing and his words brought him back together and he came out of that tomb and he said, loose him and let him go. Am I right? I saw in this book where he fed 5,000 plus women and children. Am I right? With two fish and five loaves. Of, am I right about that? I saw in this book, I'm telling you, whatever you saw him do, he did it as a sample son. He did it to show you what you can do because we're going to take you back to the garden where Adam could do all of this. You don't need to beg God to do nothing. What you need to do is get the devil stopped from stealing your stuff. Yes, you got it? Yes, Look at Mark chapter 5 and Mark chapter 5 and verse 25. I want to show you this. Faith. Say faith. Faith. faith would, if a person... Has, has not faith, then most of what God has for them, they have never experienced. Now they got saved by faith. Am I right about that? But if they don't grow it, you'll find that most of what God has for a person who doesn't have faith, even though they're born again, they've never experienced it. And people run all over the world almost to get away from using their faith. The worst place for you to be is in a place you don't have to use your faith. You're coming into a time in these last days, if you don't have some faith, you better go find somebody that's got some. Folks, faith is a shield. It'll protect you from an exploding. Faith, faith, faith. When you're walking by faith, can't nobody steal what you've got. The devil hates faith. Hates it because that's the only thing he can't stop. The Bible says in Luke, again, 18 and 8, he said, when he comes back, will he find faith on the earth? He didn't say, will he find love? Because you know yourself, you got to love some folk by faith. I know some people like that. I have to pray before I go. You don't talk to her. Lord, strengthen me. On the, on the leaning side. Now, why am I saying this? Because if you're operating by faith, you are unstoppable. You are unstoppable. There is nothing that can be withheld from you that's on the face of this earth and watch that is laid up in heaven. God is pleased when you operate by faith. He'll go and go and step across 2,000 people to get to one person with some faith. That's what Jesus did. 
Out of all the people that was laying in and so forth and so on, Jesus went all the way over them and got to this one man and said, do you want to be healed? Why? The Holy Ghost led him there. Why did he lead him there? Because he knew the man had some faith. The reason why you were led to this meeting is because the Holy Ghost led you here. And I really believe that one of the reasons why you're here is because what they preach, God wants manifested in your life. And I'm going to release this by faith. This time next year, you will be totally different. This time next year, everything that's been held back from you is going to come to your life. Come on, I'm talking about new houses, witty inventions. Come on, big ministries. I'm talking about everything, everything that God has in his book for you is going to start manifesting, starting right now. Sit down. See, I'm releasing that by faith. Now, don't you be concerned if somebody beside you don't want to hear this. You just turn your head the other way. Because they didn't heard enough of that stuff, them songs and all of that, to the point that as soon as you try to bring them some truth, they're going to get mad at you for saying it. Folks, I thought when I moved here, nobody knew me. And so here I go, Lake of Pulaski, and people will come down there because down there we had a few saints and a bunch of drunks. When I say that, I mean people drunk coming by, you know, and so forth. Because it was, it was right in the middle of, you know, Dodge City. And so what happened, now we then moved to, to Forest Park. And we moved to Forest Park, we still, because half the people that were there with me decided they didn't want to go to Forest Park. They said, well, we don't feel called. I said, but I'm the pastor. And well, we still don't feel called. So would I turn around? No, because my source is not people. So I went ahead and moved far apart. Now, right there, that could have affected my feeling of esteem. It could have affected my confidence in my ministry. It could affect, but I didn't let that affect me because I was listening to a guy named Frederick Casey Price. Dr. Price? And he don't care what you think. He, he said, when I say something good, you'll say, praise the Lord. But he said, when I say something you don't want to hear, you'll say, crucify him. So he said, I decided I'm not going to be moved by either one. Whether you like me or whether you don't like me. So when I listened to him, I kind of got that same spirit. Because I said, this man knows something. Built a big old dome, debt-free. And you go to the dome, he got a white Rolls Royce that somebody gave him parked right up in front of the place. He got a lavish place. I'm saying, this man knows something. I need to hang up under this man here. I need to I'm just saying, God wants you to be a model for the kingdom. So now, in Mark chapter 5, verse 25, I want to go somewhere now. He said, a certain woman who had had the issue of blood 12 years, and she had suffered many things of many physicians, she spent all that she had, and was now nothing better, but rather grew worse. I have a feeling that the woman had some, some, some real savings. She had, you know, had some money, but sickness will try to take your money from you. That's right. 
because it's a way of Satan robbing God's people. So when she had heard of Jesus, see, she didn't hear no religious song. Listen, folks, you'll be surprised how many of them songs are kind of down in your thinking, you know, and, and they work to try to keep the truth from operating in your life. And you got to get meditation. Meditation destroys all that stuff. You got to pull down that stuff. You know what I mean? And when she had heard of Jesus, she came in the press behind and touched his garment. For she said, now put for she said there and, and, and put it up there and amplify that same uh, scripture right there. For she kept saying. I said, for she kept saying. She said, if I only touch his garments, I'm going to be restored to health. Now, is that, is that logical? Just touching somebody's clothes? Now, now, am I right about this now? I want you to see this. She was no longer moved by a scientific verdict. And that's where you got to go. You got to go to the point where if the science comes back and tell you something, you know that there's a name above every name. Am I right about that? There is a name above hurricane. What, what was it? Irma. There's a name above this stuff. And if there's a name above it, the Bible says at the name, that name, every knee got to bow. Say amen to this. And I'm saying you get that faith and start that faith burning again. When you start that faith burning again, you'll see that God will start adding to your ministry and picking things up and so forth. Apostle Abercrombie, you remember when he came to me one time, he had said, well, Dad, you know, I'm trying to do this and trying to do that. What did I tell you would do with your faith? What did I tell you? Get your faith up. I said, get your faith up. He, I can tell he got kind of mad about that. I don't know where I Yeah, but he had to get his faith up. Am I right about it, Doc? He had to get his faith up. See, see, I can only play with you so long. Somewhere we're going to have to get into the deep. Say, you got to get your faith up, man. You, 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 I, I can only do it for you so long. God wants your faith. That woman made up her mind. She was not going to accept a scientific verdict. And what she chose was the impossible. He said, I'm going to go to the impossible. And once you choose the impossible, faith kicks in. See, we're trying to stay with what's possible in our natural strength. God doesn't want you there. That is not where exploits take place. That is not where the supernatural manifests. The supernatural manifests when you do what you can't do. When you have what you can't have. And I'm telling you, God's people about to have some stuff now that the world going to say, my God, what is that that's happening with them? 
You heard the lady that got saved the other night. She said, she said, you remember the first night? You remember me? And I was trying to remember her. She was trying to talk to me while I'm getting saved. She, she said, you remember? I said, nah. And she probably here now. She said, you remember what you told me? You told me I'll have, I told you I hadn't, hadn't had a job in, in I don't know how long. And you told me I'll have a job in seven days. She said, I just got that job. I just, I mean, gave me that job. Now, sit down. and calling some things that be not. When she heard about Jesus, boy, that's all you need to hear. What about Jesus? Sit down. I got to yell. God, make me finish this. With God... All things are possible. Faith is the God connector. You got to get it. An enemy will try to sneak up on you and put something on you or put something on your family or something. You can take your faith and get him off. So this woman, the Bible says, and Straightway the fountain of blood was dried up. She felt in her body that she was healed of that plague. And Jesus, immediately knowing what himself, that virtue had gone out of him, turned him about in the press and said, now who touched my clothes? Now, I want you to see this word virtue. This is where I wanted to get to, virtue. What's the name for, another name for that virtue? Power. What's the name for the, another name for that power? Anointing. Anointing, God's burden removing, yoke destroying power. Now, Paul taught in Colossians chapter 1 and verse 27. He said, In whom God would make known what is the riches of the glory of the mystery among the, this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ, where? In you. What? What does the word Christ mean? The anointed one and his anointing. Now, where did this scripture say the anointing is? Is in you. Why? Because what he did He's expecting you to do. Look at it. John chapter 14 and verse 10. He says, believe it thou that I'm in the father and the father in me, the words that I speak unto you, I speak not of myself, but the father that dwelleth in me. He's doing the work. Jesus spoke it. The father did it. Look at verse 12. Well, verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me, now the works that I do, shall he what? You also. Now, let, I know that got greater works, but let's just stop. Let's just stop right here. I just want to do what he's doing first. Because I, I saw in the book where he stopped a storm. Come on, Irma. Irma, you got to stop. 
I saw in the book where he raised a man that's been dead four days and stinking and his body decomposing and his words brought him back together and he came out of that tomb and he said, loose him and let him go. Am I right? I saw in this book where he fed 5,000 plus women and children. Am I right? With two fish and five loaves. Am I right about this? I saw in this book, I'm telling you, whatever you saw him do, he did it as a sample son. He did it to show you what you can do because we're going to take you back to the garden where Adam could do all of it. Isn't that wonderful? So inside of all of us, if you're born again and filled with the Holy Ghost, inside of you is the anointing. He came with you, and the Bible said, Jesus said, he's going to be with you forever. Now, that wasn't in the Old Testament. Go to the Old Testament in 1 Samuel chapter 17, the Spirit of God came on David from that day forward. Watch this. And the Spirit of God left Saul. So in the Old Testament, you can get it and lose it, but not this one. He's going to give it to you and you're going to have the Holy Ghost forever. Do you hear what I'm saying? Now, I'm just letting you know that that same anointing that was on Jesus is on you. And look, he said to this woman, let's put it going down, this Mark chapter 5. Now, let's just finish this up. Praise God. Knowing himself that virtue had gone out of him, turned him about in the press and said, who touched my clothes? And his disciples said unto him, thou seest the multitude thronging thee. Why saith who touched me? And he looked round about to see who heard that had done this thing. Watch this. But the woman fearing and trembling, knowing what was done in her, came and fell down before him and told him all the truth. And he said unto her daughter, 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 thy faith hath made thee whole. Go in peace and be whole of thy plague. Now, what did she do with her faith regarding the anointing? She placed a demand on that anointing and it flowed into her body. Everywhere Jesus went, he preached the same thing. The spirit of the Lord is upon me because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor, to heal the brokenhearted, preach deliverance to the captives, recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised, and to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. He would preach that same thing. And they that believed him and, and, and touched him and they that would let him minister to them, they got healed. The Bible says over in Mark chapter 6 that he could do no Nobody works in his own hometown because of what? Unbelief. Save he laid his hands on a few sick folk. Brother Hagin said folks with headaches, minor ailments, and healed them. But that's not what Jesus was doing in the beginning. When he was ministering under that anointing, Matthew chapter 15, I think, at verse 29. He was ministering to people, it says, and Jesus departed thence and came nigh into the Sea of Galilee and went up to the mountain and sat down there. Watch this. And great multitudes came to him, having those that were 
Lame, come on. Blind, come on. Dumb, uh-huh. Maim, come on. And many others, and cast them down at Jesus' feet. And what did he do to them? He healed them. Insomuch that the multitude wondered when they saw the what? Dumb to speak. Keep going. Maim to be made whole. These are people without arms, without legs, without eyes, were born without one of their ovaries, without whatever have you. But when Jesus got done with them, that anointing took another uh, kidney from heaven and put it right in that body. Why? Because they were going to live like the days of heaven upon the earth. The same anointing is on, that was on him is on you. He could not function as God. If he were functioning as God, God would not have had to anoint him. He had to anoint him because he was functioning as a man. And I'm saying you go function as a man, a woman, anointed by God. Anointing doesn't flow just as easy through a woman as it does in a man. We had two of our members to go on the west side witnessing one time on Saturday, and they went, and all the, the, the evangelism team went out to different places. So those two women walking down the street, here comes a guy smartly dressed, and he heads toward them, and they said they wanted to witness to him. They said, excuse me, sir, uh, uh, could we talk to you a minute? He said, yeah, what, what, what do you want? He said, sir, do you, do you, do you know Jesus as your Lord and Savior? <laughs> do you know who I am? They said, no, sir, who are you? I'm so-and-so, chief of so-and-so, big, big head of the gang. They said, oh, okay. He said, see that Mercedes over there? They're watching my back. See that one over there? They got my back. See that one right there? They got my back. He said, I go from place to place, hotel to hotel. Sometimes I have to keep moving around. Now he's talking all this talk. And then one of them said this, well, let us just shake your hand then. And he reached out to shake it. And the power, the power went out of them in him and laid him flat on that sidewalk. Watch this. Mercedes pulled up from everywhere. And they were strapped. Y'all know what I mean by that? They said, hey, what'd you do to him? They said, nothing. The Holy Spirit has arrested him. He got up and gave his life to the Lord. I'm here to tell you, the world is waiting for some power. We have talked enough. It's time for the power. Faith for the believer is a lifestyle. In order to please God, we must have faith. Faith in His Word, faith in His promises. But how do you build faith in moments of uncertainty? How do you hold fast in moments of doubt? The answer is simpler than you might think. God has promised to meet your every need. To possess what is already prepared for you, you must believe, receive, and speak the word in faith. In today's message titled, Lighting the Fire of Faith by Dr. Bill Winston, you will learn how to activate your faith in all aspects of your life. Faith for abundance, faith for deliverance, faith for healing, faith for finances, and so much more. 
Learn how to stand firm in the face of fear and doubt. In the U.S., call us now at 800-711-9327 or go online to BillWinston.org. Or in Canada, call us now at 844-298-2900 or go online to BillWinston.ca and get your copy of today's message, Lighting the Fire of Faith. Through this message, Dr. Bill Winston will help you develop your faith. Call now to receive this message and start your journey to a deeper understanding of the power of faith that exists within you. Operators are standing by. I'd like to take a moment to share a couple of testimonies with you that that have come from our prayer call center. We have a call center that's set up to pray with people who would call in. Now, we've created this center for you, the partners, the viewers, those who would call in need prayer for any matter. It doesn't make any difference. We want to pray with you, stand and agree with you, whatever we need to believe God for you, for the thing that you need God to do in your life. Now, here is a testimony that was given to me. This came in from Florida. This particular person had a family member that was in a coma. They'd been in a coma for two weeks and that this family member was, the family was being challenged as to whether to take the person off of life support or just leave them on. Well, this one person decided to call the prayer center here at Bill Winston Ministries and that prayer minister prayed with them and believed God for that person's deliverance or that person to come out of that coma. Well, shortly after the family called this person and reported that the sister, the dear sister that was in a coma opened her eyes and woke up and then asked for a drink of water. Now they ask what time that this sister called the prayer center. What time did they pray for this dear sister in the hospital? They prayed at 11.16 a.m. in the morning. And that is the exact time the sister woke up from a coma that she had been in for two weeks. Praise God. Let me give you another one. This testimony comes from Illinois. This particular person called for prayer uh, for their godmother. Now, she had stage four cancer and was going to have surgery. Now, after they had received, received prayer from the prayer call center, the doctor started the surgery but could not any longer find cancer in this person's body. Now, these are actual testimonies that have been coming in. So I'm just saying here that if you need prayer, if you need somebody to agree with you, we've got people that know how to get hold of God. I'm telling you, see, God's plan is that we all be healed. God's plan that we all be delivered. God's plan that we all have enough abundance or whatever have you. So if you're going through something that isn't God's plan, in other words, there's something in your situation there that you know is not God's will for your life. Call that prayer center. They're standing by. These folk know how to pray. And as you pray with them and they agree with you, we're going to believe God that every need of your life is going to be met. Well, remember, we're here for you. The prayer call center is available. We love you. And this is Bill Winston saying, keep walking by faith. Doctors Bill and Veronica Winston are dedicated to seeing lives changed through the power of prayer. Our loving and highly trained prayer ministers are ready to pray and agree with you. We know that prayer can turn around any situation in your life. Contact us by phone at 1-877-543-9443 or submit your prayer request online at billwinston.org forward slash prayer. Follow us on Periscope and Facebook to join us for our regular live prayer sessions. 
We want to thank our partners who have made this prayer call center possible. Together, we are transforming lives throughout the world. If you are not a partner, we encourage you to pray about joining us in partnership and be a part of the wonderful work that God is doing through this ministry. We love you and look forward to praying and partnering with you. The mission of Bill Winston Ministries is to preach the gospel of the kingdom throughout the world. This broadcast has been made available to you through the faithful support of Bill Winston Ministry partners and friends. We invite you to become a partner and join Dr. Bill Winston as he trains believers how to live independent of this world system and have dominion over it. Thank you, Bill Winston Ministry partners and viewers for your continuous support of the Believer's Walk of Faith broadcast. The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers.